The book of Jude. The book of Jude. There ain't nobody that can do for you what Jesus can. And I sure thank God that He gave us hope. He said, it's expedient that I go away, that I may send a comforter in return. I sure am glad for the Holy Spirit of God that lives and dwells inside of the heart of the child of God. If you found the book of Jude, if you haven't found it yet, go to the book of Revelation and go backwards. One book. The book of Jude, if you found that, would you stand with us, please? Somebody say, what chapter? It's chapter 1. Amen. Nobody said what chapter. I'm just being a stir this morning. The book of Jude, verse number 17. If you found that, will you say amen? The Bible says, But beloved, remember ye the words which were spoken before of the apostles of the Lord Jesus Christ, how that they told you there should be mockers in the last time who should walk after their own ungodly lusts. Man, the Word of God's more up to date than yesterday's newspaper. Amen. These be they who separate themselves sensual, having not the Spirit. And by the way, I didn't choose this Scripture because Ricky was teaching on that. Amen. But ye... Beloved, building up yourselves on the most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost, keep yourselves in the love of God, looking for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. And of some have compassion, making a difference. And others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire. Hmm. Did you catch that? And others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garment spotted by the flesh. Now unto Him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of His glory, with exceeding joy, to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever. Amen. You can be seated. Father, Lord, you've sure been good to me. Lord, you've been better to me than I deserve. And Father, that was good teaching that you did through Brother Ricky this morning and I want to apologize right now before mankind and before you. Lord, I want to apologize for my stubbornness of my flesh. Father, I sure am glad that your compassion fails not. Lord, I sure am glad that your mercies are renewed every day. I pray this morning that you cleanse our minds and empty us of self. Fill us with your Spirit. I pray you'd save the soul of the sinner, reclaim the backslider, and encourage the child of God. Father, you know my heart, you know my struggles, and I ask you this morning to hide us this morning behind the shadow of the cross. 
Hide us this morning in the cleft of thy rock. And I pray, dear God, that you'd preach the word of God. Father, we love you and I thank you. And Lord, I am so glad this morning to see everyone. And Father, I sure am glad this morning to see these children. Father, I sure am glad, Lord, to hear their voices. Oh, God, I sure am glad for the people, Lord, of the family of God. We love you and thank you. We give you glory and honor in the lovely name of Jesus. Together, all of God's people says, Amen. This morning, I'd like to, if I can, take our text this morning out of verse number uh, 22. If the Lord would allow this morning, I'd just like to simply ask you a question. And the scripture this morning uh, that we're going to preach from out of verse number 22. And some have compassion, and of some have compassion, making a difference. And if I can this morning, I just want to preach around this thought. What makes the difference? You know this morning the only difference between the Christian and the lost person is the Christian has something on the inside of them. Amen. See, the lost person, you can take two men that were born from the same woman. They both had the same daddy. I'm talking on earth. Amen. And those two boys uh, were raised the same way. Those two boys were raised by the mommy and by the daddy the same way. And the one boy got to the point where God marvelously dealt with his heart and he got saved. The other boy, God dealt with his heart. And he rejected the Lord. And do you realize this morning that each time that we reject God's call, our hearts get a little harder? Do you realize that every time that we reject the Lord, our hearts kind of callous over uh, uh, just as our hands uh, uh, whenever we start to do physical labor uh, our hands will get a little blister and before long that blister uh, will reheal and a little layer of skin will grow over uh, and before long your hands will grow calloused uh, this morning church uh, you that are blood bought and born again uh, what makes a difference in your life uh, is not uh, a new suit that you have uh, what makes a difference in your life is not the job it's not the family you have what makes a difference in your life is not your last name what makes a difference in your life honey is whether or not you've been born again honey what makes a difference in your life honey the scripture said and of some have compassion making a difference well I just want to ask you this morning what makes a difference do you realize Jesus told us in his word to preach the word of God he said to go unto Judea unto Samaria unto the uttermost parts of the earth and honey I want you to know this morning honey the gospel is still worth spreading honey but do you realize this morning honey what makes a difference honey if we gather together in the name of the church then we gather together in the wrong name if we've gathered together in the name of religion we've gathered together in the wrong name if we've gathered together in the
the name of denomination. We've gathered together in the wrong name. But if we gather together in the matchless name of Jesus, then that makes a difference. When we gather together and we know what we're singing about, we gather together and we know what we're testifying about. We gather together and we sit inside of the house of God and the Holy Ghost starts beating on our chest. And before long, before long, a little holy shout will come out. Before long, God will squeeze that heart muscle and the heart juices will start to come out of our eyes. Hey, can I tell you this morning, it's not the feel, it's not the cold chills upon your arms, it's the Holy Spirit of God that leads inside of you uh, that makes a difference uh, in the child of God's life. Do you realize in the gospel according to St. Luke, do you realize there was a woman by the name of Elizabeth and she had a husband by the name of Zacharias and they had tried to have a child for many years. And according to the word of God in the first chapter of the book of Luke, help me Lord, and the word of God, it teaches that one day Zechariah was a priest and it was his turn, honey, to take care of the order of the, of the temple of God. And the Bible teaches that he went in by himself, nobody else, honey, was able to go in with him. And that priest, as he went in, and the Bible teaches that he was offering up the incense, honey, that it would offer up a sweet-smelling savor. And he turned around, and he saw the angel of the Lord God. The Bible teaches that that angel's name is Gabriel. And the Bible teaches that Gabriel had a message for this dear man of God, said, Thy prayer has been heard. And can I tell you this morning, honey, the Bible teaches that the angel told him, said that you're going to have a child. You and your wife Elizabeth are going to have a child. And Zechariah, he said, well, how can this thing be? He started to question a little bit. And the Bible teaches that the angel of the Lord came and gave him a sign. He sealed up his mouth. He wasn't able to speak until the baby had been born. And the Bible teaches that he left there. He went outside and he beckoned for the people to come. And he was dumb in the mouth. He wasn't able to speak, but listen to me according to the Word of God. Honey, the Bible teaches this morning, honey, that he beckoned unto, him, unto those, unto himself. And the Bible teaches that he went to his wife. And they laid together. And they conceived within the body. Honey, and she was going to have a baby. And the Bible teaches she hid herself for a period of about five months. And thank God, listen, the angel of the Lord appeared unto a woman by the name of Mary and said, thank God, can I tell you this morning, the angel said that thou art highly favored. Amen. And the Bible teaches that the Holy Ghost came upon Mary and conceived within her. Honey, the virgin born. Amen. Honey, the only begotten Son of God was in side of her and then one day the Bible teaches that she went to see her cousin Mary and the Bible teaches that whenever she went in and she yelled out if you will for Mary or for Mary yelled out for Elizabeth and the Bible teaches that when Elizabeth heard the salutation of Mary honey that which was inside of her leaped within her body and you know what he did he 
crawled up her vocal cords. He, she, he said, it is him. Can I tell you this morning, honey, that did not happen. Honey, he was filled with the Holy Ghost from his birth. That did not happen, honey, because of Mary. But it happened because of he who was inside of Mary. And that's what makes the difference today. We can go through the motions of our relationship with the Lord. We can go through the motion of religion, honey, but you will not make a difference. But when you get hooked up and you get him inside of you, that is what makes a difference in your life. Do you realize this morning, according to the Word of God, there were some shepherds abiding by the field, and they were abiding by their sheep one night. And according to the Word of God, thank you, Lord, the angels of the Lord, honey, they thank God they rolled back the clouds, and they thank God they sounded the horns, and they announced, said, We bring you good tidings of great joy. Friend of you this night is born in the city of David, Christ the Lord. Thank God, the angel of the Lord. They told the shepherds, said that you'll find this babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And you know what the shepherds said? We've got to go see this thing with the angels, which the angels have told us about. And the Bible teaches, honey, that they went and they traveled under the place, honey, with the Lord had sent the angels to tell them of. And honey, whenever that they went, honey, they did not go to see Joseph. Honey, the shepherds did not go to see Mary. Honey, but the angels had given them a message, honey, about the Lord Jesus Christ. And the shepherds, honey, they did not go to see anybody else. Honey, they went, purposed in their heart that they were going to see Jesus. And can I tell you this evening, or can I tell you this morning, honey, when we come to the house of God, honey, to see anybody else, honey, we cannot make the difference. Honey, but when we purpose in our heart, I'm going to go, honey, to church to serve the Lord. No, I'm going to go to church. I'm going to go and I'm going to worship the Lord and make a purpose in your heart that you're going to lift up the Lord. Honey, the Bible teaches, honey, as Moses was lifted up, as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so shall the Son of Man be lifted up. Do you know this morning the Bible teaches, honey, that if we lift up Him, He will draw all men unto us. Can I tell you this morning, it is Jesus Christ that makes a difference. You say, preacher, what makes a difference? What I wear to church, what makes a difference? Where I say it, what makes a difference? Why I'm coming to church? Because if you're doing any of those things without Jesus, you cannot make the difference. But when you purpose in your heart, I'm going to dress for Him. I'm going to sit for Him. I'm going to stand for Him. I'm going to sing for Him. I'm going to go to the house of God for Jesus. That is what makes a difference today. Can I tell you according to the Word of God that the Bible teaches that Joseph and Mary and Jesus, their family went for the pilgrimage back to the city of David or back to Jerusalem. Thank you, Lord. And according to the Word of God, honey, that they had done what they came to do and they left. And according to the Word of God, they got a journey away from the city. And they realized that Jesus was not with them. They supposing him to be in the company. Now three days later, or three days away, 
find Jesus. Can I stop right here and tell you, honey, that if you've lost Jesus, you've lost everything. Can I stop right here and tell you that if you've lost Jesus, neighbor, you need to go back unto where you lost Him from. Do you realize this morning, according to the Word of God, honey, the Bible teaches, honey, that they went and they found Him there in the temple at the age of 12. He was asking the doctors questions and He was telling, giving them answers. And the Bible teaches, honey, that the doctors, which was not a medical doctor, it was the doctors of the law. They were astonished. Well, preacher, what's the, what makes the difference about what Jesus was doing? Honey, because at age 12, he should not have, honey, the wisdom. He should not have a knowledge of the Word of God, honey, the way that he did. Oh, but can I tell you this morning, the reason that he did, he said there's one greater than Solomon here. Honey, the reason that he had the knowledge of the Word of God is the Bible says that he is the Word of God. Can I stop right here and tell you this morning that Jesus makes a difference in your life. Oh, let's look. Honey, not only did the blessed baby make the difference in Mary's life, not only did the blessed baby make the difference in Elizabeth's life, not only did the blessed boy make the difference in the doctor's lives, oh, but that blessed Savior made the difference in my life. One morning, thank God, listen, honey, they took and they beat him. They smote him. They plucked the hair out of his face. Honey, the Bible teaches they took and they took and they beat him. Honey, that no man knew who he was. Honey, do you realize this morning, honey, that nobody desired him. Honey, no man recognized him. He had a crown of thorns on his head. Honey, do you realize, honey, that they mocked him. They stripped off his garments. And the Bible teaches that they compelled one Simon of Cyrene, honey, to be able to help him to bear his cross after him. And do you realize this morning, you'll find according to the Word of God, honey, that that man, honey, by the name of Simon, he had a son by the name of Alexander. He had a son, honey, by the name of Rufus. And do you realize this morning, honey, that Jesus made a difference in their life? How is that preacher? Do you realize this morning, I'm going to give you three things why that Jesus made a difference in Simon's life. We're going to be done. We're going to sing and we'll go home. Okay? Can you agree with that? It don't matter if you agree or not. Amen. You understand this morning, honey, that Jesus made a difference in Simon's life because Simon picked up the cross of Christ. How many of you know this morning that when you get born again, you don't carry your cross. You pick up the cross of Christ. My cross will not. I didn't die on my cross. He died on his cross. So I had to pick up the cross of Christ. Honey, Jesus made a difference in Simon's life because Simon picked up the cross of Christ. Not only is that the reason why Jesus made a difference in Simon's life, but Jesus also made a difference in Simon's life because Simon followed Jesus. Preacher, I don't believe that. Well, look, the Word of God teaches us. I can find my glasses. The Word of God teaches us this morning 
And the Word of God in the Gospel according to St. Luke in 23 and 26. The Bible says, And as they led him away, they laid hold on upon Simon of Cyrene, upon out of the country, and on him they laid the cross, that he may bear it after Jesus. Preacher, why are you telling us this? Because that is the right position for us to be behind Jesus. If you get in front of Jesus, you're asking for problems. If you get in front of Jesus, you cannot make a difference in anybody's life. Well, what makes a difference whether I'm in front of Him or whether I'm behind Him? Because if you're behind Him, He can fight your battles. Amen. If you're behind Him, He can provide you for whenever you have a need. If He, this morning, His name is Jesus. And if you're behind Him... You're in the right place uh, because uh, He'll stop. Uh, He'll give you some of that handfuls of purpose. Uh, honey, whenever you've got just a special need, uh, honey, the Bible teaches uh, the Lord is my shepherd uh, and I shall not want. Uh, stop right there just a minute. Uh, if the Lord is your shepherd, Amen. then you're going to be behind Amen. the shepherd. Amen. And that is what makes a difference. You say, preacher, what what difference does it make where I'm at in regards to Jesus? I'm glad you asked. Because the sheep that are closest to the shepherd, you know what he'll do? He'll reach in his shepherd's bag. He'll pull out some of that, some of that grain. He'll pull out some of that food. And he'll hold down his hand. And he'll feed the little sheep. Now stop right here and tell you this morning, church, that if you're in front of the shepherd, you're not going to know when he stops. If you're in front of the shepherd, you're not going to know when he takes a turn. Preacher, what else? Jesus made a difference in Simon's life, not only because Jesus, uh, because Simon picked up Jesus' cross, not only, not only because that Simon followed Jesus, but he also made a difference in Simon's life because Simon heard the words of Jesus. What do you mean, preacher? According to the Word of God in Luke, again, chapter 23 and verse 28, but Jesus turning unto them said, Daughters of Jerusalem, weep not for me, but weep for yourselves and for your, look at this statement, children. Simon was a Jew of Cyrene. Cyrene uh, was, is the modern day Libya and it was uh, a little over 1100 mile journey uh, by foot if you will uh, from Jerusalem uh, back to Cyrene. Uh, now let me just stop right here. Uh, I believe Alexander, uh, I believe Rufus uh, and I believe their wife was left back at home. I don't know what the reason was. Uh, maybe the boys were young. I do not know. Uh, but I believe this. Uh, honey that according uh, honey, to some research that we've done uh, for an 1100 mile journey uh, it would take a person uh, over 15 days uh, to make that journey. Uh, well can you just imagine here Simon is carrying the cross. Can you just imagine? He's not looking to the left. He's not looking to the right. He's got a hold of the cross. And he's going everywhere that Jesus is going. Can you just imagine? He's looking at the blood running down his back where they took the cat of nine tails. He's looking at the blood running down his ears. 
imagine the blood. He might have been running down the cross by that time. Can you just imagine any of the sweat and the smell that may have been coming from Jesus? Oh, preacher, did it stink? No. I'm telling you, it smelled like the rose of Sharon. It smelled like a lily of the valleys. Do you remember whenever the woman of God, she took and anointed the feet of Jesus? The Bible teaches that she broke the alabaster box and the whole room filled the smell of the ointment. I can just imagine. I believe that whenever he's walking behind him, I bet he's thinking there's something mighty different about this man. Jesus makes the difference. What's that mean? Well, the question was, what makes the difference? The answer is, Jesus makes the difference. Preacher, why did you tell us about Alexander and Rufus? Over there in the book of Romans. 16th chapter of the book of Romans. Thank God. In verse 13. The Bible teaches, now this is the Apostle Paul writing to the church at Rome. He said, salute Rufus, chosen in the Lord, and his mother and mine. Preacher, why are you telling us that? Because they were a Jewish family. You'll get it in a minute. They were raised under the law. They were a Jewish family. They did not know honey, who the Messiah was, but they knew that one day He was going to be coming. I can just imagine that for a 15-day journey, as Simon is going back to Cyrene, again, modern-day Libya, I can just imagine that every step that he took, he's starting to call into his mind what the Scripture said, that he would be like a sheep led to the slaughter. Glory! I can just imagine how that he can remember Isaiah again. By his stripes we are healed. I can just imagine every step that he took. I can imagine him laying down. And he maybe on night one. He might have laid down. He might have laid and used the pillow for a rock. Been looking up at the stars. And he might have been thinking, what if that is the Lamb of God? I can just imagine him thinking, we've raised our children. We've raised our children under the law. We've taught them the law of Moses. We've taught them the law of the prophets. And it all pointed to a Messiah would come. I can just imagine a Simon laying there. Oh, wait till I get home. What, what am I going to tell him? I can just imagine a Simon is rehearsing this over and over. Maybe in my five of that 15 day turn. Maybe Simon's laying there again looking up at the stars. And he's meditating on the thought, on the on the, the things that happened over the last several days. And maybe he can remember watching the sun that refused to shine. Maybe he can remember whenever that man that was on the cross in the middle made the statement. Eli, Eli, longest some Bachmane. My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? I can just imagine as Simon is rehearsing these thoughts over and over and over again in his mind. I can just imagine he's thinking, you know, when the earth started to shake, I did hear the veil of the temple. It's different from the bottom, the top, to the bottom. 
day seven, he started to think. Could it really be true? Could this man really be the Messiah? Hey church, Jesus makes a difference. I can just imagine maybe on day ten, he's rehearsing all these steps, all these things, and he's wondering, Lord, what am I going to tell my family when I get home? I can just imagine... As he's thinking, well, as somebody might say, well, Brother Simon, what's it matter? What you tell your family? He might have been thinking, yeah, that's, that's a good question. What makes a difference what I tell my family? And he might have been thinking, there's one thing that I can't figure out. By this time, maybe you don't talk to yourself. I talk to myself sometimes. Maybe Simon's talking to himself. Maybe he's saying, no, it couldn't have been. Couldn't have been. He was just another man who died. Starting to have doubts. You ever had doubts? Maybe Simon's thinking, well, what makes, what makes the difference when I tell my family? Maybe Simon's thinking, by this time, well, I can explain this and I can explain that, but I can't understand. I heard whenever the disciples praying by through that the stone was the stroke away. That man that they laid, that man that they laid inside the tomb, that he wasn't there. Who could have taken his father? Didn't make it. Just make it. You get a little bit of rabiology. This ain't Bible, okay? We know the difference, right? Amen. Do you know the Bible teaches that Jesus, within a 40-day period, was seen of over 500 at one time? He was seen of many. Well, what if He showed Himself to Simon? Say, preacher, I don't believe that. Well, how about them two boys on the Emmaus Road? They were down. They were perplexed. They were really disheartened. Then... The Lord Jesus started talking to them. Yeah. And started getting a little bit of holy heart burn. Right. Yeah. 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 You know what Jesus to you? Jesus makes a difference. Yeah. You say, preacher, I don't believe Jesus appeared to Simon. You don't know him. Right. Something happened. Something happened that made a difference in Simon's life. Because we see that Paul saluted the son who was a Jew who was being raised a Jew who was looking for the coming of the Messiah but by this time Rufus said I've already heard him I've already heard he's been here I've already heard 